What is going on, ladies and gentlemen, listeners of the Didn't Ask Podcast? Welcome back to another episode, episode 63 of this right here podcast, the Didn't Ask Podcast. How's everybody doing? Are you doing good? I hope you are. I am doing better each and every day. I'm still a bit stuffy and sometimes have the cough here and there, but everything is going a, a little better. I mean, considering last week, a lot better, I think you could say, because last week it was an absolute mess, that podcast. I was so stuffed up that I barely could say anything and I have to breathe very differently, which sucked. But hey, we are here now. We survived the week. We had a fun racing weekend this past weekend. And oh my God, so many things happened. We, of course, had... Max Verstappen and Leclerc fighting out for that number one position in the championship where Max was falling behind and then he got driven off the fucking course because of a gust of wind, which is fucking incredible that those heavy cars can still get fucked up by a little bit of wind. So we thought that, hey, Max is not going to win it. He's going to come in second, which, of course, not the worst thing to happen but it's not it's not the the best thing to happen either but then Leclerc who was I think he was like at this point like 12 seconds ahead of the rest of the pack he just lost his power unit and then he said oh no I'm losing power and then he had to retire his car which meant zero points for Leclerc and then eventually with the help of Checo Perez Thank you for that. Max Verstappen got the win, came in first, Jaco Perez at second, and Russell came in third, which, of course, we, we love to see. We love to see the success of George Russell. He has been an amazing driver. He was very good at Williams, even though he didn't have you know the right car underneath him, but now he has the right car, and he's doing absolutely fantastic. So I'm I'm very happy to see that he is doing very well at Mercedes because he has earned that. He has earned it. He can clearly show that hey, he is a good driver, and when you give a good driver a good car, they can again fight for a top position. But yeah, congratulations to Max. Congratulations to Checo. Thank you again, Checo, for helping Max because. These points are very important, and especially if you look at it now in the driver standings, Max Verstappen back at the number one position, and I believe from the top of my head, he's four points ahead of Leclerc going into Monaco this next weekend, which is going to be an absolutely bonkers race to begin with, because of course, Monaco is a very tight circuit, and now, of course, we have bigger cars, heavier cars, with bigger turning circles so it's gonna be a really hard race for everybody there because it's gonna be a very tight tight quarters tight quarters but i i think that is what's gonna make this week's race is uh, gonna make it fun so i'm looking very much forward to that but we're not here to talk about the formula one no 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 we're here to talk reddit and more specifically reddit questions so let's jump into the first question of the ask reddit subreddit for today coming from user brother brother 99 and they ask what is the best response to do you know who i am and of course celebrities are known to use their fame and fortune 
to their benefit. And I cannot really blame them, but there are certain things in life that just have to go the way that they are going and how they should go. And you shouldn't be treated better than anybody else. So when they don't get treated better than anybody else, some of them will use the term, do you know who I am? And thinking for a good response would be, you can be very direct and just be like, hey, do you think I care? Because honest to God, you probably don't. I think that that is a very good response to use in this situation. I am looking through the comments right now and some people are thinking to just go in a more funny sense of the word. So do you know who I am? And virtue-killer-2 says, did you forget? Which is a very good way to immediately disarm the situation, in my opinion, because you go, oh no, did you forget? Well, we got to figure this out. You can make this a whole spiel. You can make this a whole theatrical play. I love me a bit of theater. So I, I, I like the, the response that Virtue-Killer-2 says, did you forget? That's a very good one. A good one is also, but for this, you really need to be a little bit knowledgeable of the person in question. But it would be fun to just give a response to that, but then use a person that looks like them or is in some form related to them. So if, I'm not going to say, you know, nothing, but like if Ryan Reynolds guess, do you know who I am? And they go, oh yeah, of course, Jake Gyllenhaal, right? And then that would be funny as well because that would probably piss them off even more. But yeah, I feel like we, we, I feel like we have some good responses here. To your question, brother, brother, 99, what is the best response to, do you know who I am? My personal favorite would be, do you think I care? But that could make them even more hostile. And in that case, if you want to diffuse the situation a bit, you can say virtue-killer-2's answer, and that is, did you forget? And then you can make this a whole theatrical play by just going further with that, like, oh my god, uh, I'm sorry, do we need to call somebody? Do we do we need to do something? That would be fun. And then finally, the third thing that I said is just saying a lookalike or a person that this person has always been compared to, and then just saying, like, you know how I am? And I go, and like, oh, uh, yes, of course, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, right? And then it's just like, no, I'm Ryan Reynolds, which would hopefully diffuse the situation a little bit as well. Thank you for your question, brother, brother 99. Moving on to the second question of today, coming from user the human, and they ask, "What is the dumbest way you injured yourself?" I n- didn't really necessarily injure myself this way, but I did hurt myself quite badly. So when I was a dancer, and I was quite a while ago at this point, we had to do so. Like I, I did all forms of dance and I really loved doing modern because we had a very good teacher who came from one of the best schools in the Netherlands and she taught us modern and to do that she also gave us some like exercises to do to work on our form I guess you could say so we had to do like a kick line basically where you would walk from one corner to the opposite corner Um, of the room and you had to like point your feet and then kick up and then point your feet kick up point your feet kick up 
and then just keep switching your legs. And it is very simple, but when I do something like that, I would like to go hard, you know? So I went really hard. So I put my arms out and then did a step, kick, switch, step, kick. And then I did it again, step, kick, kick with my right leg. And I kicked so hard that I that my, my standing foot just slipped behind me or slipped in front of me, I should say. And I just smacked my back of the head on the fucking floor. And luckily it didn't hurt myself that bad. But at that moment I was just like, oh damn, that, that, that hurt. And I'm a very weird person. So I always start laughing when I'm hurt. I don't know why that is. It is just that way. So I started laughing even though I, wa- I was hurt a little bit. Again, luckily it didn't really injure myself per se, but it, it was a pretty fucked up way to go down at that point. And I think I actually did it again when we had to kick backwards. And then I think I slipped again and then smacked my head on the floor again. Man, I, I shouldn't be doing this. They should have taken me out of that fucking kicking line. So yeah, going back to your question, the human, what is the dumbest way you've injured yourself? Again, during the kick line in our modern practice dance lesson, I would kick and then I slipped right from underneath myself and then smacked my head against the floor. And while I didn't, luckily didn't injure myself, it did hurt a little bit there. Yeah. Thank you for your question. Moving on to the third question of today, coming from user Trooper John. And they ask, what is a popular tourist destination you have no interest in visiting? There are so many tourist traps in and around the world that you would like to visit, but some of them that you clearly don't want to. To me, like one of the things that I probably wouldn't want to visit is the Mona Lisa. Because I have seen videos, because everybody like shows the pictures that I've taken of the Mona Lisa or with the Mona Lisa. And it like it looks very cool. But then I saw a video not that long ago where they were actually, you know, in the Louvre and it was fucking busy. The whole room where the Mona Lisa is displayed was filled with people and holy shit, do I not want to be a part of that. I get that the Mona Lisa is such an iconic thing and you need to see it for yourself, yada, yada, yada. But man, I will not for the life of me stand in that fucking outrageous room with all those motherfucking people to look at a fucking tiny ass picture that is there and it has been there for many years. And also there there are fucking high resolution scans right of that fucking thing. So if I want to look at it, I can look at it from the comfort of my own home. Why the fuck do I need to go to Paris, to the Louvre to see that shit? No, 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 man. I have no interest in doing that. Too many people in a too small space. When I was looking through this comment section here as well, I saw somebody say Dubai and this came from user maximum underscore calendar underscore seven nine one and they said Dubai why and what's special about it it's a modern city in a desert to me it's not necessarily that because my grandparents went to Dubai and they had a great time and that was many years ago but like I just don't want to go to the Middle East I just don't fucking care. I personally think that all of these countries that are there, like the Emirates, fucking Qatar and all those fucking countries, Saudi Arabia especially, are just there 
to basically change people's images about the fucking cities. And that's why we are seeing that we are having, of course, like Formula One races and WWE events and you name it, fucking boxing event. They are just doing everything in their power to attract more people and become a more like a popular tourist attraction. While the whole country around those tourist attractions are absolute shitholes. Like, I don't want to be rude to the people that come from there and are listening to this because, hey, this has nothing to do with you. This has everything to do with your government, your kings, your queens, whatever the fuck you want to call them, your shikes, I don't know. But they are holding back society in many ways. And, of course, it's a thing that we're talking about, you know, culture and religion and stuff like that. But to me, you cannot have a modern society when you are dressing women in in garbs that they didn't necessarily that they don't necessarily have to fit in right like why the fuck do people have to wear headscarves and all that shit if they don't want to they don't have to in my opinion like we here in the netherlands are very free and there are still women that wear like hijabs and you know stuff and headscarves and stuff like that and that's more power to you I am not blaming you and you saying that it's religion. That's fine. I get. But I feel like for a government to specifically ask women to do that are just holding back women. And then we're not only that's only talking about how they dress. And then we're not only talking. We're not even talking about the fact that in some of these countries, they're not allowed to work. In some of these countries, they cannot go anywhere without their husband or a male supervisor. Shit like that, it's just absolutely mind-boggling to me. So I don't really understand why you would go to any of these countries. I wouldn't go to Saudi Arabia. I wouldn't go to Emirates. I wouldn't go to Dubai. I wouldn't go to Qatar. I I wouldn't go to any of these fucking places. And of course, we are having the World Cup very soon. And I'm not going to watch it because I just don't fucking care for football to begin with. But then, yeah, for the whole situation that these stadiums have been built around... And all the people that have died and that have lost family members, that it's just absolutely outrageous to me that we are going to such a fucking shitty place that has no regard for their own people, no regard for any people that are visiting, no regard for any of the people that have worked on all these stadiums in the country for this bullshit event, all the money that has been exchanged for that to the FIA, to any other governing body everything is just disgusting so i would not go to any of those fucking places so going back to your question trooper john what is a popular tourist destination you have no interest in visiting first for myself i would never go to the louvre because i don't really care about the mona lisa and i see a lot of people standing in front of that shit and that gives me anxiety right away so i will never go to that fucking place in my goddamn life and then second i'm just gonna say very global i would never go to the middle east like i would not want to be found dead there i think that the whole country all, all those countries there not all of them but most of them have no regard for for women I feel like they are living in a medieval time in some forms of the cases, even though, of course, these cities that are the popular tourist destinations are very modern, are very cool. But yeah, I I just don't care for any of these countries. And I think that for me to care about that country and those things, the country has to care about their people and not 
try and isolate them, try to behead them or whatever the fuck they're doing down there. Thank you for your question, Trooper John. Moving on to the fourth question of today, coming from user the Tin Ram, and they ask, "What's a guilty pleasure you hide from your significant other?" If you have listened to this podcast long enough, you know that I don't have a significant other. I am a very lonely man that hasn't had love in his life. No, but like, yeah, I don't have a significant other. But I still liked this question in the sense that hey there are some guilty pleasures that you would hide from your family or you know and um for me that would be makeup tutorials for some sort of reason and i discovered this a couple of years ago i really like looking at makeup tutorials and i don't know why that is and it's more specifically like celebrity makeup tutorials so i don't i'm not necessarily going to like YouTube and then looking up for weird tutorials or like how to do your makeup like Shrek or stuff shit like that. I don't really care about that. I mostly care about the celebrity stuff and I found a very awesome playlist that is done by folk. I say from the top of my head. Is it folk? Yes, it is folk. I am completely right. So, and Folk does this basically weekly. They go to a celebrity and they ask them to do the makeup and record it and then they talk through it. And it's such a fun series. And the videos aren't, sometimes they're quite long. Sometimes they're, they hit like 15 minutes, but sometimes they're, they're shorter and they're like six minutes. But yeah, there are so many fun things to see in those videos of these celebrities doing their makeup and they have had many celebrities on some of them they have on multiple times but we have people like debbie ryan selena gomez kristen bell charlie xcx natalie emmanuel uh, you name it a whole bunch of people that have done their makeup for folk and it's such a fun thing to look at and i fucking love it and i mean i like like looking at their faces of these people of course to begin with but then to see them do their makeup man it's just fucking fun that that would be my my guilty pleasure that i would look at the tin ram thank you for your question and now moving on to the final question of the ask reddit subreddit for today coming from mint chippy fry 50 and they ask if march 2020 continued on as normal with no pandemic for the following two years what would your life be like today? I don't really know. It's always like this thing. It's like, how would life have looked like if this? How would it look like if that? We would never know. One thing is for certain though, I would have seen Tori Kelly perform live and I would have lost my goddamn head because I, I'm a big fan of Tori Kelly. I really like her music. Um, I have kind of fallen off of her music lately but I, I'm trying to I'm trying to keep up. And um, she was supposed to come to the Netherlands in specifically March 2020. And like legitimately five days, I think, before the concert, she had to pull out because the government shut all the venues down and stuff like that. So it was just so close. It was so close for me to get that concert. But yeah, we're now two years later and I've still not seen Tori Kelly perform live. And it's very sad. It's very sad. So yeah, that, I probably think that the next concert I will be going to will be KSI if I am lucky enough to get some good tickets for that. And if not KSI, it probably will be Poppy who is coming at the end of the year. And I'm not really that big of a Poppy fan, 
but there, there there are some good good songs and her connection to wrestling is of course very fun even though WWE is trying to banish her from the history books which is sad Bobby should be in the Hall of Fame people she should be in the Hall of Fame so yeah going back to your question Mint Chippy Fry 50 if March 2020 continued on as normal with no pandemic for the following two years what would your life be like today I think that my life wouldn't be that much of a different position but again I would have seen Tori Kelly perform live so maybe that would have unleashed something within me to praise the graces I have no clue thank you for your question Min Chippy Fry and now moving on to the final question of the day of course coming from the MID asshole subreddit from user ok-toe-5157 and they ask Am I the asshole for sticking to my 29 mil guns when it came to our daughter's name? When my wife, 31 female, and I, 29 mil, were trying to get pregnant, we had a deal that if we had a boy, she would get to choose the full name, and if we had a daughter, I would. I was fine with this deal, but we both had a veto in case we didn't like the name the other had chosen. Once we got pregnant, my wife was completely sure that we were having a boy because a mother knows. Her entire family was convinced too. During baby shower, everything was blue and all the gifts were, were demanded to be masculine. Her mother had already started knitting things with the name my wife had chosen. Once the baby came, we saw it was a girl and I was ecstatic because although I wanted both a boy and a girl, I always imagined my firstborn to be a girl. My wife, though seemingly exhausted, was happy too. When I wrote the name in the birth certificate, I let her know I was using the name I had already run past her. Now, a year later, I come home from work and find my mother-in-law and wife there talking about my daughter, only using another name. When I inquired who they were talking about, they kind of went deer in the headlights and blurred that they were talking about my daughter. When I asked why they were using another name, my mother-in-law said because that's what we decided to name her. Then she went on a rant about how it's unfair that I chose the name and how it's completely unsuitable for her, etc. I was shocked because this was the first time anyone had claimed any objection to the name. So now I realize that the reason my daughter has trouble recognizing her name is because we have been using two different names the entire time. My wife later came to me suggesting we officially get her name changed and I stuck to my guns and told her we are not doing that and she needs to stop. This led to a fight about how unsupportive I am and stole her right to name the child she gave birth to. I told her that the opportunity to veto any name is long gone and she can't expect me to support something this stupid. Here's the worst part. I could be convinced to change the name but the one she wants is a very odd feminine version of the name she wanted for her son. Imagine using the female version of the name Drake or Thomas. She got angry and left both my daughter and I and went to her parents. Her entire family except my father-in-law is calling me controlling and how it's unfair I chose the entire name and made it all about myself. Honestly, this is so out of left field and creepy that I'm considering divorce. My parents and friends said they understand why I'm upset but should come to a compromise and change the name to something we both like and that the divorce is overkill, but I don't think so. I feel in my guts that she may be trying to recreate the son by sacrificing a daughter. If she can use a different name to address her for a year, 
What else is she been doing to her? So Reddit, am I the asshole for not compromising with our daughter's name? Okay, Toe, you're definitely not the asshole in this situation. You and your wife had a deal, and you stuck to that deal. You named your daughter the way that you wanted to name her, because that was the deal that you had. And I see your concern that, yeah, if your wife has, and the whole her whole family, we should say, has been calling your daughter a different name than her actual name, that is fucking weird. That is very strange. And the the simple thing would be that you could give your daughter like a second name. So you would name her, I don't know, Stephanie and then Tomalini. I don't fucking know. You, you say that the name is a yeah, female version of the male version. Which is, that, that's a very icky situation there. That's a very weird one. So that, that could be a, a compromise where your daughter keeps the, the same name, just the same first name, but then gets a different second name or an additional second name. That could be an option. But yeah, I can understand that you get very upset by the fact that, hey, we said that I could name the daughter and now you've been calling the daughter a different name behind my back. That's fucking weird. And then you have the, your whole family in this conspiracy, we can say. That is a bit fucking strange. So I get your concern. I personally don't think a divorce is the right option. But I can see why you would consider it as an option. Which is very sad. Because you don't want separated parents for your kid. And that, that really sucks. So I hope you and your wife can can speak this through. But yeah, just going back to your question. Am I an asshole? for sticking to my guns when it came to our daughter's name. You're definitely not the asshole. You had a deal with your wife and you apparently talked to your wife about this name because that's what you said. So you're definitely not the asshole in this situation. I hope that you can figure this shit out because I think it's very sad that you're you're going to get a divorce over the name of your kid. That seems a bit much, but again, I can see where you're coming from, where, hey, my wife has been calling my kid or our kid a different name, so this is a bit weird, and there are so many question marks that you can put in this situation, so yeah, I hope you figure this out, because I think that a divorce, while I understand why you consider it, is very much a drastic step that you're taking so please consider that before doing anything else so please talk to your wife thank you for your question though hope you figured this out and that has been it for the didn't ask podcast for this week episode 30 episode 63 in the books that is i hope you had a good time if you did please leave a rating on Apple Podcast or Spotify, because both places give you the ability to leave a rating. And if you leave a rating, I might read your rating in the next episode after I see it. You can find this podcast on anchor.fm forward slash didn't dash ask dash pod. Over here, you can find all the links to your favorite podcast platforms like Podcast Addict, Pocketcast, and you name it, Amazon Podcast. You name it. It's probably there. If there is a podcast service that this isn't on, please leave a message you can use the same link on the anchor.fm website 
because over here there is a box that says message and if you press that you get the ability to record a voice memo for me that I can then play on this right here podcast answering your question. If you don't want your voice to be heard on this right here podcast I can totally understand that please say it up front in your message then I'll just read your question out myself. That will be it for me for this week. I hope to see you back next week. And if you want to know what I'm doing in the meantime, you can go to track.tv. That link will be in the show description as well as all the other links mentioned before. Over here, you can see all the TV shows and movies that I'm watching. Sometimes while I'm watching them. So you can watch with me or ask me questions about the shows that I'm watching. Because that is going to be fun. Well, thanks for listening. I hope to see you back next week. Take good care of yourself. Goodbye.